Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Numbers Game. This is the show where we talk about the numbers that everyone else pretends to ignore. We're covering ours, the story behind them, and how what we're doing to, to grow our own numbers as well. I'm Colin Gray, founder of the podcast, host, and I'm joined here by Matthew, as always. Hey, Matthew. Good day, Colin. Good to be here again. Uh, what a lovely day outside. I know. So, um, I, was, I was just editing the one before where you said it was a lovely day to be alive. It's not, <laughs> so it's not a lovely day to be alive today. Still a lovely day to be alive, um, coupled by the fact that it's really nice outside. Yeah, so I think beautiful. I think maybe a three to four minute episode and then we'll, we'll get outside. Right. How for a wee swim? Go, go to the beer garden or something. Uh, that's what yeah. you do in Scotland. Swim in the tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably catch our, uh, a disease and our death of cold. <laughs> Uh, so, numbers game today. We are on episode. Uh, what are we now? Episode seven, actually. So we're getting on well here. This is the average. We've hit the. Uh, yeah, the so they say. Death point. Seven, seven <laughs> to ten episodes, I think. Indeed. Apparently, once you get past that, it's plain sailing. Yeah, so we'll indeed. See. <laughs> so for today, we've got the standard structure. We've got our story. Uh, today, we're talking a bit about the website redesign that we've just recently gone through, as well as um, a bit of content refreshing that Matthew did discovered some good stats actually in terms of uh, podcast listenership so we'll go through those stats as well then we're going to go on to our uh, report on the data and this week around it is content output so we're going to go into what we've been putting out over april in terms of um, our blog posts our videos our podcasts and then down to uh, social as well so i'm going to give you the kpis that we follow alongside our social stats Um, so we'll go into that in the data section of the show then we've got our lesson, um, and in that it'll be something I discovered really around the the redesign of the website. So um, there's a few things, <laughs> quite a few lessons. It took a fair bit longer than it was meant to uh, to get that new template out there. Uh, so hopefully we can give you some tips on how to make that a bit easier if you're looking to do the same thing. And then finally, we've got the experiment, um, and we're still doing our pop-ups experiment. So this is where we're comparing pop-ups to no pop-ups, really testing that hypothesis that pop-ups really piss people off. <laughs> we're trying to discover whether they do by measuring our own engagement metrics. So hope that sounds interesting to you. Uh, that's this week's numbers game. If you want to find the show notes, you can find them at thepodcasthost.com forward slash numbers and you'll find the latest episode on there and you can always get in touch as well let us know what you think on twitter the podcast host or email in any questions you have to info at the always great to hear from you and we'd love to feature anyone's questions on the show but let's get that passed and let's get on to the content So time to look into what's been happening at the podcast host in the last week or so. And actually, if we're honest, it's two weeks now, isn't it? Because we skipped a week. Had a wee break. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was um, it was a week where, like, uh, well, you were away for a while. And, Aye. Um, just Had one f- of those. Sometimes you get them. Aye, so. indeed. Yes. We, I mean, we, yeah, we preach content consistency, don't we? Try and get something out every week. But I mean, there's no point in rushing it if you're going to put out something crap. Yeah, so just exactly. Fill the gap. So, yeah, last week it was just a, <clears throat> a case of, yeah, I was away for three days. The week before was actually pretty hectic preparing for that. So, yeah, we missed out. But hey, never mind. Uh, we got did get one big goal out though, which was the, the website redesign. So we've been looking to do this for ages. How, how long have I been banging on about getting the new template done? At least a year, I think. So <laughs> <laughs> That's probably actually true, not even an exaggeration. Um, but we got it out, didn't we? Uh, what do you think of it? I like it. I really like it. Um, obviously, we, we, we had the issue of um, the featured images. 
Yes. So like uh, previously, I, I don't know if it was to do with the old theme, but yeah. we would we would manually insert a, a a post graphic and we would add one to the feature image. <coughs> but the new design meant that they were duplicating, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. So we, yeah. we had to uh, run through that and Aye. sort it out. But you're yeah. always going to get wee uh, yeah. teasing problems. There's always wee tweaks. Aye. I mean, that, that was down to the new template makes it easier for us technically because it, it shows the features image featured images automatically. So mm. they should appear. But like you say, we have manual ones in there. So Jack had to go through and remove uh, th- about 300 odd featured yeah. images. Just page by page. A, a good day for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the main aim for the new template was... Um, really to I mean the the website had become totally convoluted uh, it, it was a bit of a Frankenstein site in that it's been we've used that template for about probably close to three years now I think so there's been so many little edits done to it over that time to to go with new products new services new ways we want to display blog posts you'd you'd make an edit and then you'd edit that edit to get it back to something else and it was just really it was getting quite slow actually the site because there's so much code in there really editing the edits and uh, it was just too complicated really i mean I, the what, site, yeah when was it like that um format how long had it been in place was it four or five years i think i think probably about three about that yeah i think it was about 2014-15 but i couldn't say for sure actually i'm not sure it might be even mm. shorter than that i don't know but I mean, I liked it. But so the aim was basically to make it simple, easy, um, user focused, basically make it so that the content is the standout thing. It's nothing to do with our, you know, our sidebars or dragging people onto other uh, products or services or signups or anything. It's really when somebody's in an article or when somebody's viewing a video or when somebody's looking at the show notes for a podcast, that's what they see. There's no sidebars. There's no distractions. It's just content is there to basically make it a better user experience. So it's quite magazine-y now. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Um, like you say, it's all about the, the content. So. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted it to be like that so that you make that great user experience. And I assume that by the time somebody gets to the end of an article, if they've been undistracted, if they're enjoying it, they get through to the end, then we can give them something else to do then. Mm. And we have links within articles too, obviously. But um, the aim is to really just to, yeah, simplicity is um, the name of the game. And it is as simple as it gets right now. It's a very basic uh, template. Um, it's actually just off the shelf. I mean... The thing is, this is what held up a lot, I think, actually, is I was looking for a developer. Um, and in the end, I ended up just doing it myself. Mm. Uh, it was around, it just took an off-the-shelf, spent a bit of time looking for an off-the-shelf template. I can do a wee bit of customization, but not much. Um, but so many good templates out there now that give you a ton of customization. Um, so, yeah, that's what we ended up getting it out, because I just couldn't find a good developer that was... I mean, there's loads of them out there, but uh, we just went through so many iterations to try to find somebody decent that it just didn't work out. It's but funny it, as well, like the the argument for uh, hiring out work, um, hiring somebody t- to do something to, to yeah. save your own time yeah. is a good one, but it's not always necessarily going to save you time to hire yeah. somebody to yeah. do a, a task like yeah. that because yeah. it's so important that you're going to be obliged to yeah. you know, micromanage it. You spend a ton of time on it so, anyway, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, funnily enough, I, I'm going to do a bit of lesson. I'm going to do that as a lesson actually for this week. So um, I'll give you a few tips, some of the things I learned, some places to find those themes that give you a lot of customization options um, and some tips around sort of looking for developers versus doing that for yourself. So pop onto the lessons section if you want to hear more about that, but what I actually took away from that. 
Um, the other thing that was interesting, I think, was the the content refresh that you did, wasn't it? You went into um, the what do you, what's this the article actually called? It's the start of the audience growth series, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. So I'd I'd done a, a blog series um, on growing your audience, uh, and I wrote that like from summer last year onwards. So we were turning it into an ebook. Uh, which made sense for us, you know, double up our content and stick it out there yeah. on Amazon. So just been going through these posts and making sure nothing's out of date and yeah. it just been a good opportunity to, to go through them again. And um, one of the interesting things was, and I, I listened to a podcast, you maybe listened to it too, Colin, it's Libsyn's official podcast, Libsyn the Media the Host, feed. The Feed, uh, which is really great for keeping up to date on all your like podcast news. Yeah. And they're, they're very good with statistics as well, because Aye. being the biggest media host on the planet, they've got this treasure trove of stats. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think it's every second episode, they'll give you some statistics. Uh, which basically lets you see how your podcast measures up against everyone else. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of qualifiers here. Like, there's no set number of downloads you should be getting. It's all niche-dependent, audience-dependent. There's loads of different factors. But basically, back in June, I included uh, these figures, which were uh, published in, in Libsyn's episode at that time. So, in June... 2016 these were the stats uh, and these are based on the release of a new episode a single episode and within the first 30 days so they said at that point in june 2017 if you got more than 169 downloads in the first 30 days of your new episode that put you in the top 50 percent the top half of podcasts okay, yeah. which you think to yourself that's very achievable <laughs> yeah exactly um, i mean it's it's funny though because there's a lot of people still struggle to get up to 100 or so but yeah they can think i just get a wee bit beyond that and then suddenly yeah top yeah half. Yeah. And it, it, it'd be really satisfying for a new podcaster, I think, to hit that because yeah. then you can think, well, that's me in the top half now. It's a good milestone, um, yeah, yeah, totally. So more than 1,300, that was putting you in the top 20%. Mm-hmm. More than uh, 3,800 put you in the top 10%. Mm-hmm. More than 9,600 put you in the top 5 Mm-hmm. More than 27,000, so a fair jump there, puts you in yeah. the top 2%, <laughs> and more than 52,000 puts you in the top 1%. So yeah. that was back in the summer, back in June. Um, and the statistics that they released, because I wanted to update this, so the statistics for February 2017... Um, I'm just thinking, if I've maybe got that wrong, it might not have been February. <laughs> when fact, was it? What are we in now? We're, we're in, in May. April now. <laughs> well, actually, no, we're in, we're May, in now. May. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it might not be February. It might be March. Okay. Um, cool. So anyway, it's fairly yeah, recent. Yeah, it's last So 212 downloads put you in the top 50% now. So we've, we've went up from 169 to 212 mm-hmm. needed to get you in the top 50%. Yeah. Uh, top 20 is up to uh, 1,900, 1,900. Uh, the top 10 is up to 5,800. That's, That's a big jump. That's almost a half, isn't two, it? 2,000. Yeah. 800, yes, from 3,800 to 5,800. That's yeah. a massive drop, jump. Yeah, okay. Sorry, uh, I keep interrupting. <laughs> the, the top um, 5%, that went from 9,600 up to 14,000. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, top 2%, that went up from 27,000 to 41,000. Mm -hmm. So a fair old jump there. And the top 1% went from 52,000 to 88,000. Right. So I think that's what we're roughly on with this show. I think oh, we're yeah, about 89,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so <laughs> <laughs> Being transparent with our numbers here? No, Fake not. news. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Cool. Like I say, it's... Um, it, it all depends on like what you're podcasting yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, Don't get depressed if you're doing like a, a a show about particular type of knitting needle and you're only getting two hundred. You're doing really well. Yeah, <laughs> so you're in the top one percent of knitting shows. I think like um, once you get into the twenty and the ten percent and all that, yeah, you're getting a bit high. But I, I think that fifty percent figure is really good for any podcaster yeah, in any yeah. any niche to kind of aim for yeah. um, and just feel like you've achieved that like yeah. there's me in yeah. the top half um, yeah. and it's all uphill from here yeah yeah totally so. so that's a promising thing in terms of the growth because it's that shows that listener numbers are going up there's more people yeah. listening to podcasts or people are listening to more podcasts basically there's more lessons per show which is really uh, inspiring it's almost half again isn't it it's about 50% increase on most of those stats so half again of what we had last year. That's great. And I think the thing that I take from that is, so yeah, absolutely. First aim is getting the top 50%. So that's above, what, 212 now. So get under, get over 200 downloads a month and you're in the top 50%-ish. But then that 20% is a really good aim for, isn't it? Like 2,000 downloads. That's actually a pretty significant show by that point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like there's not, there's not many show. Well, it shows you there. One in, only one in five shows make it to that. Yeah. So, yeah. I've got an audio drama in that category now. Nice. So I could yeah. uh, sit back with my cigar and, uh, <laughs> and know that I've made it. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. And then uh, 5,800 for 10%. That's a good one too. I mean, we, so we've got our... Um, Mountain biking show, for example, that's one of the higher ones that we do. It's on about 4,000 just now. So it used to be in the top 10%, and it's now dropped down. Right. I need to get that up to 6,000 now. Yeah. And of course, we talked about on the last episode about um, our aim this year of making a 10,000 listener show. Maybe we should make the aim 14,000 downloads because right. that would make to us get into the top, top 5%. Um, but yeah, cool. Anyway, I hope that's interesting to you. I think I always find it interesting to see. It's good to get the benchmarks. I mean, that's what this show's all about as well. It's benchmarks, letting people know where we're at um, so that you can kind of mark your own progress. And stats like this are great. So Libsyn are doing really well giving out these stats. I mean, they could keep these secret. That could be like proprietary information that Rob keeps to himself that they only give out to privileged few or something. But they give this out. So I have to applaud Rob and the team over at Libsyn for, um, for divulging this stuff and giving us all something to work against. I feel like we should also say with Libsyn that we have an affiliate code for them. That is true. Uh, that is true. Is it Podhost? I think it's Podhost. <laughs> We'd help if we knew it. Uh, yeah, uh, we have yeah. an affiliate code. We don't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go to the website if you want to sign up for Libsyn. Uh, use the affiliate code. I'm thinking they, it's not Podcraft. There's also Podcast there's anyway. ADPP one definitely works. Yeah. ADPP, yeah, for audio drama production podcast. Uh, so anyway, that's the story for the last week. That's the stuff we've been working on mainly. Uh, so hope that was uh, interesting enough. Now let's move on to the next section. Okay, time for the data for this month. Uh, this time around, 
what did we do last time we did our email, didn't we? So this week it's on to content output. So it's on to what we have put out there in the last month. Uh, and this is going to be um, every month we're just going to go out and let you know exactly what we've put out in terms of podcasts, blog posts, video, and then actually going to cover social stats as well. So what we've been doing in terms of social marketing uh, and how that's grown our following too. This is basically this data section is showing you how we track uh, our key performance indicators or KPIs to use the buzzword um, within the business to see how we're progressing, see how we're succeeding. And it's to give you guys a benchmark as well against your own work to see um, the type of growth we're experiencing uh, as well as, I mean, the thing that I always struggled with in the early days was if I put out a weekly blog post, what kind of growth and traffic is that likely to lead to? Or if I put out two a week, what's that likely to lead to? If I put out three Instagram posts a, a day, what's that like? So that's the kind of thing we want to share what we're doing so you can have an idea of what it leads to in terms of the growth. So content this month. So during April, uh, what we're covering is five different things. So we've got our blog posts. That's the main blog articles that go onto the website at thepodcasthost.com. We've got the numbers game is our main show. As you know, if you're watching this, we've got videos and podcasts going out there. So I'm going to give you podcast episodes. Uh, I'm going to tie the videos into the YouTube output because we're going to also report on how many YouTube videos we're putting out every month as well. Then we've got PodCraft, so that's our how-to podcast podcast. Uh, we'll do how many episodes of that we're getting out a month. And we've got Mountain Bikes Apart as well, which is another big show that we do as well, another, our other main show, really. Um, we've got other stuff going on too. We've got other shows in development, other stuff that's on hiatus just now. But Got the ADPP that gets... Uh, of course. Do you know to... what? I should include that. Yeah, <laughs> that will go into the stats too. So let's put ADPP in there too. Absolutely. So that's the audio drama production podcast. Um, started by Matthew, now taken on by Fiona and... and Sarah, yeah. Sarah, yes. And they're, so. uh, yeah, they're, they're getting an episode out every, every fortnight. Yeah, so, fortnight. Um, cool. Okay. So yeah, we can report on that too and how they're growing the numbers as well. Um, and in terms of social growth, the ones we track, Twitter is probably our main one in terms of communication and uh, following. Um, but I'm doing a lot of work on Instagram these days as well. Um, I'd like to get you involved in Instagram too. I haven't figured out exactly how we can, well, I just need to give you the login for it, I suppose, to be able to post stuff on it for us. I'll do some yeah. selfies in the bathroom mirror. Yes, indeed. Uh, flex my muscles. <laughs> That'll get the followers in. Aye, that will indeed. Um, yeah, maybe I won't, won't hand over the details <laughs> after all. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get you involved. We've got Hootsuite, so I could probably get you on a team there so you can start posting stuff on it. Um, so Twitter and Instagram are the two main ones. And then YouTube too. So YouTube, whether that counts as a social media or not, I'm not sure. Uh, YouTube subscribes too. So we'll, we'll give um, some updates on that. So to give you the stats, let's do the last two months since we've, this is the first time we're reporting on it. So back in March... Blog posts published was 13 in the month. We aim for at least two a week. So that would be eight. But actually, I kind of, I hope for, th well, aspirational is three, so 12. Um, so 13 was perfect. So getting out three a week uh, would be about 12. So yeah, 13, we're breaking that. Uh, this month, we got 11. So it dropped down a bit because actually the numbers game blog posts were counted in that as well so i need to actually break these out a little bit so we're down a wee bit on blog posts last month and i think it was because i was away for a couple of weeks and actually didn't plan it well enough so there was a couple of things were sitting in review for a while weren't they 
Yeah, we've got we've got quite a lot in the draft uh, yeah. section now. Right. So, so we need to get this workflow fixed. We've just taken on a new editor, haven't we? We've taken on Jack, so yeah. we're kind of still getting him inducted and making the process right, seamless. Writing the articles is the easy part. Yeah. It's like all the other processes around yeah, it, totally. you know, um, and they could end up. It's easy to push them back a week. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, from from the first edit, just for a proofread, to then getting all the links put in to getting the image. For every blog article, we want a good a good quality image for every single one. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it. So that kind of fell down a little bit this month, to be honest. But next month, we're going to get back into, for, for May, we're going to get back into at least 12, if not more. Uh, the last two months numbers game, we've got three episodes out in March. So that was the first three, including the introduction. And then we've got two out in April. And then we're going to hopefully keep it up mostly weekly. Uh, there may be a break every now and again. If I can manage three per month, I'll be happy. So if every month we have to take a week break, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. That's, I think that's consistent enough. I think accounting for... There's a lot of work going into this because it's repurposing to video and to, to blogging as well. Um, and I think and a lot of, I think a lot of podcasters fall down because they think if they miss a week, then that's it. Screwed. Balls burst, yeah. <laughs> Listeners have gone. Exactly. So they just disappear. But I mean, if you're keeping it up right, reasonably regularly, so I think three out of every four weeks is perfectly good for us. Um, that'll do me. So yeah, we'll be back into at least three for next month. Podcraft has been on a bit of a hiatus just now. Basically, we're just putting out interviews as and when we do them. Uh, if you listen to Podcraft, you know it's a seasons-based show. Uh, we sort of teach a particular topic every season, but right now it's just kind of if we find a, an interesting podcaster to talk about, to talk to, we'll put it out, won't we? So there's only been one episode of that in April uh, and not much uh, at all. And in, in fact, nothing in March at all. So, But that's fine. That's pl that's planned at the moment. We might come out with a new season of that over the summer or so if we think of a, a good topic to cover, but we'll see how that goes. Um YouTube in March we had 14 episodes out there mainly thanks to the numbers game uh, because at the moment we're getting about four or five episodes for YouTube out of the numbers game recording um, but there was a couple of extra episodes in there as well just a couple of our Q&A stuff I need to get more of them out we've got loads of Q&A stuff from our last season of podcast recording and video yeah that's right so I'll be publishing them over over the next few yeah next few well as well and then eight YouTube videos during uh, April and finally Mountain Bikes Apart is meant to be a fortnightly show we got two out in March but fell down in April didn't manage to catch up with Tom again it was just that a month where I kind of failed in terms of consistency thanks to a couple of away weeks and our away days even and just not really planning ahead so I need to figure uh, figure out how to pro um, just uh, yeah how to plan ahead for that more effectively can be done can be done quite easily, but just I'm doing it right now. Too busy out cycling to talk about cycling I on wish. a podcast. I <laughs> wish. <laughs> so on to the social stuff. So this is uh, down to oh, a few different platforms. So Twitter first. Right now, our main account, the podcast host, had um, has 2,710 followers. That's up 3% from last month, which was 2,625 um, so right now I'm putting out maybe five to six posts a day showing off our previous uh, content. So it's basically tweeting out um, custom-made tweets. So it's not just the titles of the post, it's custom-made stuff every day, a few times a day. And that brings us a good bit of traffic. Um, and also doing a bit more interaction on Twitter these days. I'm actually, I'm, try I'm getting back into it a fair bit in terms of just talking to people, having conversations. Do you like Twitter? 
I don't mind it. It's one of my one of my more favoured social yeah. media platforms. More favoured as in you don't like any of them. It's, <laughs> it's the least shit one. <laughs> they're, they're, they're necessary, a necessary evil. But yeah. I do. I use Twitter a lot um, for one of my own podcasts. And um, what like what puts me off Twitter or what can put me off Twitter is just the the sheer noise of like just people self-promoting all the time so like you're saying about conversations i think that's really important i just like to i prefer to just talk to people yeah yeah. um because you do you see some accounts and it's just like you know billboards yeah Yeah. so but i I think even that isn't terrible as long as it's well curated stuff yeah so if you're there to respond basically ah, yeah and you're not just tweeting out um titles of blog posts and that's it but you're adding a wee bit of that you're saying like you're asking a question and saying well this might answer it and in this way basically kind of better written tweets i suppose but still about content and they can be automated but as long as they're kind of custom i think the one wee thing that gets me about automation though is some like huge earth shattering event happens yeah. and here's an author promoting his book in between it all yeah. and you're like yeah. you know i know the world doesn't stop just because something's yeah. happened but sometimes yeah. as you're taking the timing out of your control if you like yeah. so Aye, absolutely um, <laughs> there are many issues with social media i guess yeah. Uh, yeah so with twitter actually we've started to grow a lot more in the last few months i think partially because i've made it a lot easier for people to share our articles it's an obvious thing really but having the buttons on the articles yeah so we get a fair few we get a few articles every day share Mm-hmm. just random people have found something and they click the button at the bottom and that helps a lot i think i think that's getting us more followers but i want to do a bit of work around that i'd like to get our twitter following up to i don't know at least double it this year like say we got aim for a sort of 5k or so this year uh through like through real interaction through valuable content no tricks or anything but just sort of put out better stuff and see if we can grow up i saw a guy selling <clears throat> twitter followers he, he was selling he had he had like yeah. 15 followers yeah. but he was selling thousands of followers so it's always been it's the case that, yeah there's always been ways to game it i remember back in the day i used to use a i hope this doesn't get my account banned but i used to use <laughs> a, an account sorry an application called tweet adder so it was basically just a little robot sat on your computer and you put in like you you find people by hashtag or by bio so i would search for a podcast and basically queue up 2000 people and it would follow like 50 people a day and it was quite all quite common you would get a good conversion of maybe half of them would follow you back and that would grow your following <laughs> that's kind of fallen down you can't do it anymore because the apps don't work because twitter banned them all but <laughs> um there's still some automated following things out there i like actually, they, they banned that you're still allowed to be really racist on there, oh, but course. they banned the old uh, <laughs> following robots yeah um so instagram we're doing a lot with instagram like i said uh so gone up from 472 last month to 523 this month so not exactly uh not exactly rocketing growth um but i'm not doing any any strategy there it's really just putting out a nice picture every now and again doing stories as well to grow the engagement so we'll keep working on that might try some proper experiments around instagram like actually you know the you know like founder grew there there following basically by doing quote pictures like three quote pictures a day or something like that i don't like them at all i actually, hate them so the, the pseudo inspirational quote exactly yeah <laughs> so i don't know about that but yeah might think up some experiments to try and grow that a bit more fast uh, youtube's doing a bit better youtube's doing reasonably well 470 last month to 506 we're gaining sort of 30 odd subscribers a month right now without too much work that's really just ramping up the video output in the last month with the uh, the numbers game so going to start hopefully see that start to accelerate as the numbers game um keeps going and we keep basically putting out a video a day almost it's 
yeah, Monday to Friday we're putting them out. And views are on uh, about a quarter of a million, so 224,000 in March. We're up to 231,000 in April. So that's the numbers, that's the content. Um, we do web stats as well. So I'll come on to the web stats, which kind of relate, I suppose, to our web stats will be next week. Or, no, it's income next week, and then it'll be web stats the week after that. So that'll tie into, you know, how we're, we're getting our blog posts out, how that kind of um, certain number of blog posts ties into growing our traffic. But I hope that gives an idea of the kind of content we're putting out, the volume of content we're putting out right now to, to see the growth that we're getting, and the social uh, interaction that we're doing right now as well and the type of growth we're, we're achieving there. So the lesson this week I think is related to the it's related to the web design problem that we had the fact that you mentioned it was a year a year in coming which isn't far off I think um, it's probably it's actually it probably was something like that um, a year it, shorter than it used to be remember? yeah a year <laughs> much shorter than it used to be and it was I think it was all down to the fact that I wanted to outsource it and it, it it's like you said earlier it's it's this is w what I try and do with everything it's try and figure out if I can get somebody else to do it and web design creating a new template for the website should be a job like that Mm -hmm. It should be someone that's outsourced because it's not my job to just sit and like play around with boxes on the website and stuff like that. Um, so I had I have done various rounds of interviews over the last six months trying to find a decent web developer. Um, I know there's a lot out there, but I found a lot of really bad ones, like terrible examples of designs that they'd created, like bad ideas about how they would create a staging server, testing server, be able to deploy sites, testing, all that kind of stuff. Just... And it's probably partly because of the budget I've got, obviously. <laughs> I don't have enough to pay agency prices. So. And every, like, you know, if you have an hour-long discussion with somebody, yeah. and then maybe the, the 45 minutes that revolved around, you know, setting that up and everything, yeah. Yeah. suddenly you've got two hours that you could have just bashed on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I know long-term you're not making any progress because yeah. you're always going to have to do it. But at the same time, yeah. you know, yeah. how lo how often are you going to have to rehaul yeah. the, the yeah. website? Yeah, but you, gave, you made a good point earlier. Something like the look of the website, the layout of the website is so key to what we do from like the sales funnel to the way that i mean our content is our it's our thing that's our biggest asset mm -hmm. so it needs to be dead right so you're right i was going to end up spending tons of time on that anyway so here in the end basically i just said right bugger it, i'm going to do this myself um did a lot of research spent probably a day looking around um templates uh, doing some research around some good templates to start with ended up with uh, elegant themes actually who i've used a lot in the past we used the divi theme for the previous um site template which is a really nice theme uh, and the newest one is extra from elegant themes um, so extra is basically built on divi theme to accommodate more a magazine style website so um it's really customizable too so you could go and get the extra theme and make it look a little bit like our site right now but it's actually there's really easy ways to customize it and over the next few months we're going to be customizing it quite heavily making it much more customized um but in its basic form it's great actually it does really well um if you wanted to do this though the lesson would be i would say is just spend a spend a day looking around try and find a decent template library and and buy something that you can see has a good dashboard behind it all of the elegant themes themes have this so if you find a theme on there i'd recommend getting in there we've got an affiliate link for elegant actually so if you want to go with that be much appreciated if you can use it it is thepodcasthost.com forward slash elegant 
Um, Studio Press too. Studio Press is a great collection of themes built on the Genesis framework. Really great for um, really heavy customization, actually. Uh, developers love it. And they've got some really good off-the-shelf stuff too. Um, you can find them at thepodcasthost.com Studio Press and you'll find them on there. They're not too expensive. And finally, uh, I use Theme Forest as well. So Theme Forest is from Inveto, who do tons of um, libraries or video uh, graphics, music, all sorts of stuff. And Theme Forest, I've got a lot of them. Uh, quite lower cost, a bit more iffy, up and down in terms of quality, but definitely cost you less. So it's a possibility for those with a smaller budget. Um, but it gives you, if you do it yourself, you've got so many options in terms of customization. Um, you can really spend a lot of time on just tweaking it here and there, just getting all the blocks in the right place, getting it exactly the flow you want. And I think the plan now is to actually still look for a developer, hopefully find one, but actually he'll then be working closely with us to customize the base template that I've set out. Uh, and we'll work from there. So, yeah. Or she. Exactly, sexist. yeah. Sorry, totally sexist. But uh, I wonder what the... <laughs> wonder what the... Is it 90% men, 10% women in web development? Is it? It shouldn't be, but it, sh- it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that helps. Um, uh, I'm looking at a kind of um, WP Curve type service as well. So like pay a set fee uh, for, you know, a job a day type of thing on that. But... I've been looking around. They're not a lot of them look quite kind of um, a bit less reliable these days. A lot of bad feedback. So I'm not sure. I think it'd be great to get somebody on the team who has good development skills, good design skills, and actually get uh, that resource uh, in on a regular monthly basis. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'll update you on that. But I hope that lesson was um, was useful. Not all tasks should be outsourced straight away. Maybe they're useful to do it yourself first and then outsource it later. Okay, it's time to revisit our experiment that's running just now. If you watched last week, we kicked off the new one last week with another pop-ups experiment, but in a different way this time. We're testing the assumption right now that pop-ups really annoy people. Do you think they do? What's your hypothesis again? I think my my <laughs> hypothesis. I like. I think we've used this word twice in the show. It's oh yeah, hypothesis. De- debu- yeah. Debuted. Yeah. Um, I, I think. <laughs> debuted, uh, I think. Debuted. You put an extra T. I debuted, think it's a debuted. silent one, isn't it? I just make words up. I can't speak. <laughs> I can't spoke right. Um, I think for me, a pop up as long as it's relevant to the site. So, yeah. like, I, I read a lot of sports sites now. I'll get like yeah. a you know, a car advert or yeah. that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not in the market for a yes. car, even if it yeah. was. But if I'm on a podcasting site and there's a podcasting pop-up, I could mm. handle that. So Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's my well, theory. That, that's what we're, we're trying, the, the previous experiment. So if you haven't listened to the whole series of the numbers game back in episode one, we kicked off our first pop-up experiment, which was looking at custom lead magnets. So exactly like you say, it's making the pop-ups even more relevant. I mean, our general pop-up is how to start a podcast. So that's relevant to the whole site, but not so relevant to like our best microphones or our best mixers article. So we were testing whether custom lead magnets uh, improved that conversion or that engagement. And you can go back to episode five. Yeah, five for the conclusions on that. But this time around, <coughs> excuse me, we're testing the simple assumption that pop-ups are really really annoying and will stop people coming back to your website because <laughs> that's what everybody assumes that's what everybody always says i'm not going to use pop-ups because they're rubbish and they really piss me off but i've not um, like you say they don't annoy me so 
um, I just press the close button and it's fine. And they st as long as they stay away, it's fine. So we started the pop-ups. Uh, we actually this the timing on this depends a little bit on the new website. So I've deployed the new template on Friday, the twenty-first. So I'm starting this experiment from there because obviously the template would affect all too. So it's going to run two weeks from there. So it started on twenty-first, ends on May the sixth. And that'll be the two weeks where we're running pop-ups, where it's a, um, it's a timed one. So it pops up after 60 seconds. So if the, if the person's been reading an article or been on the site for 60 seconds, the pop-up jumps up and it's a generic one. So it's the how to podcast ebook as well. So we can compare it across the whole site. So that pops up. So that's two weeks we're going to test that. And I'm just going by the engagement metrics. I talked about that last week. If you want to pop back and see why we're doing the certain metrics that we are, that was on episode six. So, and then from May the 7th to May 20th, we're going to do no pop-ups whatsoever. So the whole site will be free of pop-ups entirely for those two weeks. And we'll compare the engagement metrics for that two weeks to the previous two weeks. And that means we'll see whether people are, you know, coming to the site, seeing the pop-up and going, and closing the window and disappearing or just not coming back as well. We can check that whole new visitor versus returning visitor stat. I know you you laugh at me for always talking about phones, uh, viewing the site <laughs> on a phone. Yeah. It, the the pop ups don't appear on the phone, do no, they? Like no. they're turned off for that. No, they're set to be yeah, desktop only. Do we know like our um, traffic phone versus desktop? Mm -hmm. Do we know that number? We do. We do. And that is a really good point. A very good point for the data on this. I need to split it up by that. So I need to split it up by I'm mobile here. to desktop traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good catch. So yeah, that's yeah. We can definitely split that up. Though we can create um, in Google Analytics, we can create uh, basically segments based on desktop traffic and just do it based on that. Because you're right, that would skew it. So yeah, good call. Okay. Um, so right now, pages per session. For the last week or so since we've been running the pop-up, they haven't changed much at all since the base stats that I talked about last week. So it's still just 1.47 pages per session. So people are viewing, an, on average, a page and a half every time they visit. Uh, they're spending a minute and 40 seconds for every visit as well. And bounce rate is 75%. And our new sessions versus returning sessions is 75%. So 75% new sessions. Um, page depth is an interesting one, I think, uh, because it gives you a good insight into how many pages people are viewing. Right now, 80% of our sessions are just one page. 11% uh, are two pages, 3.8% are three pages, 1.7% are four pages, and 1.1% are five pages. So, as you can see there, the vast majority of people, four out of five people are viewing only one page on the site when they come to visit. Um, and we've got, you know, 2% or so are visiting four pages, only 1% are visiting five pages on every visit. So that's something we want to increase. That's a good engagement metric. And if pop-ups are really pissing people off, then when we turn them off, this should increase a little bit. We should see a wee bump on this. All right. So that's the experiment for this week. I'll report back next week on the end of the that first phase. So we'll have changed over to no pop-ups by that point. So I can let you know how we're getting on. Time for the action for this week. This is your homework. This is what you've got to do between now and next week. Uh, and this time I'm talking about, it was on the, I was trying to think of something to do around the experiment, but actually I think it's good to go into, so we report back in the content output this time around. So I think it's time to get organized and make a plan for the output. I mean, what? how would you describe what we do in terms of, like, do you know what we're aiming for in terms of what we put out in terms of content? 
You mean like all our content? Yeah, yeah, everything. Not just like blog posts. Yes, yeah. Because um, we did, uh, we sat down a few months ago and we we have a, a card on Trello mm. and it's like, because we have those surveys on the website and a lot of people fill them out pre-launch and post-launch yeah, yeah, and exactly, things like yeah. that. So we get a lot of good uh, answers in that yeah. and we always document them in this list of stuff to write about. So I think we went through it a couple of months ago and kind of assigned each other like yeah, 20 yeah. odd posts that we wanted to write mm -hmm. so inside the content calendar we've got a lot of um we've got a lot of those sitting um, yeah. and we're working through them yeah um they don't necessarily the only way they all relate to each <laughs> other is through podcasting yeah so yeah, it could, yeah. It, it's a mixed bag what you're going to get yeah but yeah. i think that's fine because yeah. um you know it's not like we do themes or that on yeah. a blog post everything's yeah. categorized anyway so I Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. It was the content calendar, wasn't it? And we, at that time, we said that we're going to do three blog posts a week, didn't we? So that was when we started bringing the ideas onto the content calendar. So from our content ideas Trello board, drag them into the content calendar Trello board. Use the calendar function and actually put them on the days, which is great. Actually, you get to see the calendar view where you've got cards in the right places. You see exactly what's supposed to be going out and when. Um, so that's what I want you to do this week. I want you to set yourself a schedule. I want you to decide how consistent can I be? So can you post a blog post once a week? Can you post a podcast once per week? Can you post a video once per week? Or is it going to be every fortnight? Or is it going to be once a month? Or can you do more than that? So what I would say there is choose a medium to start with. What's your main medium? What's the one you cannot fail to get out every single week? Um, I mean, ironically, I think for us, it's blogging. That's where the most of our traffic comes from. So if we had to give up something, we'd, we'd give up putting out a podcast one week or a video one week. We'd put out just a blog post because that's where our, our real visitors come from. We write about podcasting. So pick your main medium and choose a schedule, whether it's weekly, fortnightly or monthly. Then um, you can do what, uh, what Matthew was saying there, which is get your content calendar set up and start putting things onto that. Start scheduling it out so that you know what's coming up and you're going to stick to it. Same with your social social shed social schedule social schedule. Uh, pick your main social platform. So is it going to be Instagram? Is it going to be Twitter? What are you going to use? And then set a schedule for it. Are you going to do two posts a day, three posts a day, one every two days? What is realistic for you? Set a realistic target, and then put it in the diary and actually do it every week. So that's your homework for this week. Go and set up that schedule. Pick your main mediums. Pick your main content medium, your main social medium, set your schedule for it and then start planning ahead. And that's the way to get consistency. It's actually have to, to have that plan there so you don't really need to think about it. You know what you need to be doing and you know when you need to be doing it. Okay, that's it for another week of the numbers game. <laughs> is that bad is it <laughs> I'm not sure where that was going I'm going to leave that in I had no idea how I was going to finish that suicidal oh that's another week no I quite enjoyed that actually I thought that was uh, I enjoyed that episode actually I think we're more getting into the the groove of how it's working um, full transparency I'm actually I'm finding I'm wondering if we're repeating stuff too much like we're kind of I'm, I keep summing things up again um, maybe we need to just dump straight into the data, straight into the experiment, straight into, you know, not really talk about what we've done, assuming that people have listened to the last episode. What do you think? I think as long as there's a disclaimer in there saying that all the information's available, then, then yeah. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is, yeah. Because 
what we want is regular, what MD wants for content is regular listeners, regular watchers, regular readers, don't they? So you should be catering for them more than anything else, I guess, shouldn't you? While not excluding new ones. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, like I say, just a disclaimer that this uh, podcast, uh, it does, it's not a, an episode in complete isolation, it's following yeah. on, building on uh, previous data. Yeah. So. yeah, so for the experiment, for example, we just say, this is the experiment running, if you want full details on it, we started this in episode two, yeah. episode three, whatever. Yeah, cool, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that applies to, yeah, if you're out there listening, I think it's something that I struggle with a bit sometimes, it's that continuation but not excluding the new listener so yeah i think that's interesting enough anyway we're refining it as we go um so if you want the show notes for this episode go to the num go to numbersgame.me numbersgame.me and that'll take you to the listing page for this you'll find the latest episode at the top there uh you can also get in contact love to hear more questions so i'd always plan to put more listener questions in here more listener feedback from the experiments from what you're finding about the format um, or if you just have a question you want to ask about growing an audience by all means send it in love to get audio questions as well so do send in an audio question if you can if you can email it to us record it on your phone just to export it send it in via gmail or whatever uh, you can get us at info at thepodcasthost.com or you can always twitter twitter us tweet us at the podcast host on twitter as well and of course we're trying to grow our instagram following follow us on the underscore podcast underscore host have i just broken all the rules that we always say which is have one call to action yeah you can find it everywhere should choose one a week oh dear okay any parting thoughts matthew Hey, I'm looking forward to walking down the street in the sunshine and buying myself some chocolate Brazil nuts from uh, <laughs> Whole, is it Whole Foods? Whole Foods, uh, yeah. No, the, the health, is it the health store, I think? Yeah. yeah. It's a Whole Foods shop. <laughs> chocolate Brazil nuts, absolutely brilliant. Um, you scoop them into a paper bag yourself yeah. and after the third scoop, I'm like maybe a fourth and then uh, I'll leave it at that but I take some home for my wife uh, after I've had the, the lion's share yeah uh, the main so. thing I like about that is that you're buying it in a health food store so you think it's healthy yeah but you're consuming like quite a lot of chocolate, of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a supposedly organic chocolate it's still <laughs> healthy centre yeah indeed <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for the week. Thank you again for spending time with us, for giving us your valuable minutes. uh, And we hope you join us again next week. We'll see you then.